as a composer, I really feel like I'm able to explore a few things with this project. First, all of these world music influences. Second, a whole bunch of different timbres. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I I grew up, my favorite music basically was like these straight ahead jazz sectets like Art Blakey and Clifford Brown. But then that concept filtered through the world lens where you have these different timbres of the accordion, the bass clarinet, different mutes, the guitar effects. I feel like as a composer, I'm able to explore like a, a huge different palette of soundscapes with the same group. It's Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com, and welcome to another Around Town. I am joined today by Ben Rosenbaum. He is coming in with his actually large ensemble, the Nebula Project. We just talked. He's been in town with his trio before, but he's going to be with the Nebula Project November 5th at Ravinia Festival right there in Highland Park. Of course, ravinia.org, O-R-G. We'll link everything up below for tickets. November 5th, 7.30. Ben Welcome to Around Town, and glad you're coming back to Chicago, and I'm glad you're back at Ravinia again, man. What a space, what a way to bring in a, a large ensemble. So how are you? And tell us a little bit about the Nebula Project. Oh, well, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be coming back, to be touring with the, the six-piece group. It's it's going to be so much fun. Ravinia is one of my favorite places I've ever performed. So to, to be back there with this larger project is... Uh, Really, really special. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so so talk, talk a little bit about the larger project because, you know, reading up on your bio, you're a pianist and an accordionist and you're young, which is very rare to have an accordionist that is your age, I think, touring all over the place, which is exciting. So I want to talk about that, but talk about the Nebula Project because I know that you cover all these different genres with this group. So let's just dig, dig right in, fill us in, give us a little background on the Nebula Project and how this whole thing came together. Yeah, well, you know, I, <clears throat> I tell people sometimes, like, this is the group that I always wanted to have. I started touring first with my trio because, well, I love piano trio music. I come from a jazz background, straight ahead jazz, and there's so many classic piano trios. So uh, getting started with them and being able to tour the trio is uh, logistically a lot easier and all of that. But the six-piece group is really the group that I've always felt the most passionate about as a composer, especially. I have all these different interests, especially as I started playing more accordion, <clears throat> which has really uh, opened up a lot of different worlds, you know, coming from jazz, improvisation, but also getting really deep into Brazilian accordion traditions, especially fajó and choro and samba where the accordion is such a central part of that music and getting deeper into Balkan music, especially music from Bulgaria, getting uh, introduced to some Irish music through the Irish traditional scenes here. And then a lot of other South American and Caribbean music, uh, definitely influences from uh, Cuba and uh, Puerto Rico. Our guitarist is actually from Puerto Rico. So, he, you know, yeah. he brings in that flavor as well. And having the accordion in that context, as well as my amazing saxophone and bass clarinet player, Jasper, who doubles and comes up with a whole bunch of other textures. As a composer, I really feel like I'm able to explore 
a few things with this project. First, all of these world music influences. Second, a whole bunch of different timbres. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I I grew up, my favorite music basically was like these straight ahead jazz sectets like Art Blakey and Clifford Brown. But then that concept filtered through the world lens where you have these different timbres of the accordion, the bass clarinet, different mutes, the guitar effects. I feel like as a composer, I'm able to explore like a, a huge different palette of soundscapes with the same group, kind of uh, un having a unified sound because of the very strong personalities of all of the musicians, all of whom I've played with for many, many years at this point. And then, you know, be able to just hop around the world, uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's jazz music through a world lens or world music through a jazz lens. It gets, uh, it depends on the piece, I guess. But uh, it really, uh, I, I am a big believer that any, any opportunities to open up things for improvisation fall within jazz. And I'm so excited to be able to explore a wide range of different sounds with this group. Well, you know, you're you're talking to a drummer here and a musician and someone who, uh, came into the jazz world through rock and funk and everything else. But the uh, getting into Latin and Cuban music and Brazilian music where I went to school was uh, they had all the different ensembles. And it was just mind blowing the amount of layers you can put on top of layers. But everything keeps grooving, like everything keeps moving forward. Everybody's playing different things. Everything keeps moving forward. So I'm always curious. And since you're composing all this music, too, I mean, What's your process just to start putting it together? Do you, do, do you find yourself coming up with a melody and then trying to layer things in on top of that? I mean, just from a composing and arranging standpoint to get the base of the tune before you even start improvising. I mean, that's always interesting to me to know how you, how you even come up with that process. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it depends a lot. I, I'm a big believer in starting through free improvisation, either on the piano or accordion. And as I come up with something I like, it, it speaks to me in a certain way. And often it's influenced by what I've been playing, what I've been listening to. In New York, as a sideman, I find myself uh, in a wide number of different contexts. I mean, just this week, I played with my sextet in Pennsylvania. Then I played... Uh, with a Shoro group and a Fahal group. I played a Klezmer jazz group. And then this Friday I'm playing with a Turkish ensemble and also a video game music project. You know, it's just kind of the span of how things go. So, you know, for example, on this new album, we do uh, a Fahal uh, adaptation of a Jobim song. And, you know, Fahal music is like a Northeastern Brazilian music. It's dance music for couples. During the pandemic, when there weren't that many gigs, the Fahal dancers decided to start something outdoors, you know, that we were able to do all through the winter. We were there once a week, basically, really? even uh, when it was snowing outside, we were undercover dancing, pretending everything was uh, all normal. So <laughs> the, the Fahal really, like, it left an indelible impression in my heart. And when I was preparing music for the new album, it was kind of like, well, I want to do something in a Faha style. And then this arrangement kind of struck me. And it's the same thing with this Bulgarian composition that I composed for the new album or a more Middle Eastern uh, Turkish influence thing I composed for the pre previous album. 
you know, it's kind of like I'm playing with all these groups. I'm learning from masters of this music in New York. And then when I come to compose, I'm starting to freely improvise and I hear a melody. I'm like, wait, that kind of sounds like the stuff that I was doing. Maybe I'll really dig into that and see if I can come up with something in this style that will sound like my music, but also, you know, take the things that I love most about these different styles. And that's also true about the jazz things I compose, you know. I have so many different jazz influences and it's kind of like, uh, for me, as long as there's a strong melody, I'm a melody-driven person and, uh, you know, and uh, feels good rhythmically, everything else uh, falls into place, I find. Yeah, no, I I agree. And, and again, everybody, Ben Rosenblum, his, the Nebula Project, it's going to be at Ravinia right there in Highland Park, November 5th, 7.30 p.m., ravinia.org, ravinia.org for tickets. And uh, I think, you know, we're talking about it. You can listen to this stuff, some of some of Ben's stuff on YouTube, some of his stuff online to get a taste. But really, when especially with the larger ensemble, you need to experience it live because you know, we're talking about the arrangement, we're talking about the the composing of it, but when they put that together and then they improvise on top of it and you really feel that groove underneath, uh, it's something you have to just experience live. So again, ravinia.org for that. You know, I'm a big believer, especially nowadays, you know, maybe back 50 years ago was a lot different, but nowadays artists like yourself, you've been influenced by all of these different genres that, you know, you just mentioned, right? And so I know, yes, I know that Chicago Jazz Magazine, ChicagoJazz.com, you know, it's the around town. But I, I think we're moving into a, a realm now where it's like, it's not necessarily jazz, because I mean, there's so many different styles of jazz. It's more along the lines of, and you're a perfect example of this, it's, I'm going to see Ben Rosenblum. I'm not going to see a jazz, I'm going to see Ben Rosenblum, because how can you even put your music and everything you're talking about into one category. And there's so many artists like you that, that can't do that anymore. So that's what I love about, you know, and I'm glad we're having this conversation. I mean, you're mixing in all these different uh, genres and all these different fields. And so you're not sitting programming, Oh, this is a jazz show. Here's my jazz. Show. No, this you're presenting the Nebula project because it's your music and your voice. And that's what I love about that. And I love Ravinia is bringing you in. So talk a little bit about, um, where everybody can find out all about you, your website, but also talk about uh, the new recording that's going to be coming out. Cause I read a little bit about how you were recording some stuff. I don't know if it's about to come out or if it came out already and I missed it, but talk a little bit about that as well. Cause you just keep putting releases out. It looks like. Yeah. You know, I'm my, my uh, approach to albums really is like every album is a snapshot in time. It's kind of like uh if I miss the window, you know, I'll become a different person, you know. So always trying to document where things are. And uh, uh, basically, I have two trio albums out from 2017 and 2018. But with the Nebula Project, I released the first album in 2020, Kites and Strings. So that's available, Ben Rosenblum Nebula Project, on all the streaming platforms and... Uh, also, you can purchase it online at all the places. My website is benrosenbloommusic.com. You can find more information about everything there. The new album is set to officially release February 2023, but I just got copies of it oh. that I'm picking up. And so probably exclusively at the shows on this tour, including Ravinia, will be available for pre-release. So, uh, 
you know, if you want to hear the album before everyone else does, you can uh, come pick up your copy there. I'm really, every album I release, I'm the most proud of that album, you know, which is a, is a good feeling. But I, I really feel like this album is, uh, you know, a, a culmination of a lot of the things that I imagined with this group. You know, we have a three-part suite that goes through, you know, an entire history of uh, jazz music, you know. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm I'm a huge prog rock fan as well, so sometimes with these long suites, uh, you know, with constantly, quickly changing music, I imagine, uh, that, that kind of aesthetic. We have a Irish jig at the end of a modern jazz piece, you know, this Bulgarian piece and the Brazilian piece that I mentioned, and uh, also a couple of straight-ahead jazz numbers. It's a really varied album full of uh, mostly original composition with this uh, one arrangement of the Jobim tune, and uh, uh, that one's called A Thousand Pebbles. So if you miss the show and you're not able to pick up the album in person... I'll be officially releasing it probably with singles coming out in January and then the full release in February. So nice. And and you're touring, right? So you're coming in to Ravinia. What other spots, you know, obviously this is online, so people see it all over the place. What what other spots uh just you know within the next couple of couple of weeks or so or months uh are you gonna be hitting uh, outside of New York? Well, with the Nebula project, um on this tour with Ravinia, we're also going to Milwaukee, playing at the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music, and yeah. uh, in Western Michigan, a place called Fremont, a place called the Dogwood Center for the Arts. So this is going to be a really exciting tour. All of those dates I'm really looking forward to. And then uh, I have uh, some stuff more locally in New York with various projects, but uh, with my trio, we have a long tour of uh, the South also planned in January through Florida, Georgia, the Carolinas. We'll be out for two weeks playing like 16 shows. So, wow. And then uh, in February, I'm coming with my trio back to the Midwest. I think uh, I'm still booking a couple dates for that, but we have a date in Davenport, Iowa, the Big Spiderbeck Society, oh, and yeah. uh, also a date in Indiana and a date in Jackson, Michigan, a place we've played actually before. They have a great concert series through the Symphony Hall there. So, uh, yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, all right. So Ben Rosenblum, The Nebula Project, November 5th, Ravinia.org, uh, 7.30 p.m. You've heard us talk about this. Go check it out a little bit online. But I'm telling you, first of all, I know a lot of you like going to Ravinia to begin with. And second of all, what better way to go and experience this group then in that beautiful space, which it's going to be at Bennett Gordon Hall, which is a beautiful spot for a concert, great acoustics. And uh, Ben, thanks so much for jumping on, for being on Around Town. And um, I can't get up there on the 5th, but I know the next time you come through, I'm going to make sure I meet you in person because this virtual thing's great, but it's always good to meet somebody in person. I'm glad, I'm glad we could put it all together and congratulations on everything that you have happening. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's 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 an absolute pleasure. I could talk about music all day. So, uh, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity. Well, you and I could talk about a lot of 
music for probably hours and hours and hours, but we want to make sure everybody goes and checks you out at ravinia.org for tickets, November 5th. And again, thanks everyone for watching uh, around town. Again, all the information about anything happening in jazz on Chicago, in Chicago at chicagojazz.com. And until next time, I will see you somewhere out on the scene.